Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 162 here on Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's Trev. Stoner might still be running his 40, Trev. So he's not here oh, okay. now. Okay. We will have the Stoner's 40 for everybody in the cool down. You're going to want to get here and have some fun with that. We're also going to have a grab bag session in that cool down after the 40, what? after we have some 40, because there's just so much going on, Trev right now I know. here's uh I know. oh god here comes oh, in crutches a, for our audio crutches? listeners we've oh, got stoner just kind of coming in here oh no oh no we were we promised him that we were going to try to have an ambulance on uh on hand looks Are like those crutches have, real? Uh, had needed this those crutches? Uh, to come in those are real crutches trev and Stoner is still trying to get settled into the chair. We stream live a, every every uh, Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And our audio listeners cannot see the pain, immense pain that Stoner is going through right now as he uh, enters in. So we do share this on your favorite audio platforms. So make sure that you leave us a rating and review. Other people can get our content. We've got a lot of people already in the chat. So while Stoner gets himself you know, together. Let's talk about some of those guys here, Trev. We got Locked on Law. We okay. got Teddy Brian in the house as well. Up, We've got Steady Eddie here. Gus Bus is here. And uh, Steady oh, Eddie, 6.5 Stoner 40 time. Well, we're going to have our chance to guess about Stoner's 40 as he recorded it. Um, I am actually standing at my desk right now. It's not been a great back week for me as I'm oh, still man. recovering from my back surgery. So no 40 time. I was going to do one in solidarity. I still plan on doing that. Yeah, me so too. It's don't been worry. raining a lot here in my hometown. So I'm not. Yeah, that's what everyone's been saying. Yesterday was a crazy day. I wasn't ever even going to attempt to do it yesterday back or otherwise because there was is uh, there was like 50 mile per hour gusts. People's trampolines yeah. were ending up in other people's yards. It was a crazy, crazy time. All right. So Stoner seems collected enough to maybe come here uh, and talk. You know, Stoner, just let us know. We're the only, we don't need your forward time. Are you okay, sir? I'm okay. He's I'm okay. okay. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to make this show great. That's what so. I like to hear. Excellent. All right. Now we now we can actually continue on here. So Stoner's 40 in the yeah. grab bag section in the cool down for the game. It is lying season. Adam mm -hmm. Peters and Dan Quinn making the media rounds. And so are all the other GMs and coaches. And a lot of them have things to say. And a lot of that is stuff we can't trust. So we're going to go over all of that content within the game. I will say this, and I'll say it again in the game. My favorite quote from the entire media presence of every single GM and coach didn't come from Chicago, didn't come from Washington, although there were some good Dan Quinn quotes. My favorite one came from Raheem Morris. If we had better quarterback play, I probably will not be standing here at this podium. Love it. Absolutely. I got one great. for you. That after a good. You you got one? Yeah, a, a good one. The the GM of the Bills when uh oh, was that was a good one. Josh the trading Allen. up for Josh Allen. Yeah, he said when he traded up for Josh Allen and the way he looked at it was he says, Well, if it's a failure, I won't be here to deal with it anyway. And if it's a success, then nobody's gonna care that we traded up for Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah that's he, a great way to look at it. 
He might have had a, a swear word in there, but uh, yeah, I'm glad Stoner kept it a little uh, PG here for our Ref the District episode 162. I mentioned Stoner's 40 time is going to be in the cooldown. We're definitely going to want your guesses as far as how fast he was able to run that. You can see the crutches. Maybe that's a prop. Maybe that's realistic. That is all going to be in there. Now, you can't bet on it but there are other things you can bet on and you're going to want to make sure that you head over to bet online and get all of your wagering information and use our code believe b-l-e-a-v to get yourself 50 percent on a welcome bonus so your first deposit you can get 50 percent extra just by using that code b-l-e-a-v bet on the nba bet on some of the nfl action as there are a lot of things going on in the nfl right now and all of that can be done right there at Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's start with the little tag and trade here, mm-hmm. as this was something okay. kind of came up today with a lot of these GMs talking. And we hear, like I said, it's lying season, gentlemen. We know that n- there's not necessarily what's being said. You know, a lot of the talk right now from GMs is, oh, we like them. We want them here. and we're, They're going to stay with the team. And coaches talk a lot about that as well. Well, it's not all true. But some of the things that are coming out right now are the tag and trade type things. In fact, there's quite a few players that we were looking at here on Ref the District as far as making them additions. You can see Sneed is the image here if you're watching us live right now. And that was one of the first ones to come out from Kansas City just yesterday was, hey, they might tag him, try to work a long-term deal. If that isn't done, then they'll look to seek a trade and get something out of him. There's also um, Brian Birds and T. Uh, Higgins that were mentioned as possible tag and trade options here this early season. Huff, by the way, Bryce Huff, not one of them. Jets don't plan on using the tag there. Adam Peters says Washington not going to use it. Tag and trade was a popular term for our players last year, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen this year. How about Sneed? What would you be willing to trade for Sneed? I know Stoner, you're willing to pay for him, but Trev, now you're going to have to pay for him in two ways, compensation to the team that you're trading to and money on top of it. What would you give up for a player like Legereus Sneed, who is Super Bowl caliber, great player? We broke him down, and he seems like a player who would be great here in Washington, but is the cost too much? I now don't get me wrong, he has Super Bowl rings. You know, he's a great corner, great man, lockdown corner. But I don't I don't want to pay him and then give up draft capital for him this year because our draft is set up to be great with the picks we have and i don't want to take a risk on that for legerious Sneed. no knock on him as a player i think he's great if he was available for agency straight up then yes let's pay the man and go get him that's cool but if you got to pay him and then trade something for him i'm not on board with that personally i think you can find a cornerback if not as good just a little bit you know more reasonably in playing style and, and affordable pricing that you can get mm. to play that position rather than tag and trading for Legereus Sneed. Now, if it was like Jalen Ramsey or Patrick Sertan maybe, or, you know, any other like the elite corners, 
that you hear about all the time. And yeah, we can talk, but Legarius Sneed, he's good, but he's been there for a while. Like the past two years, that's when you just started hearing about Legarius Sneed. So I don't know. I'm just me personally, I'm not on board. No tag and trade for me. I don't know, man. That's a, that's a tough one for me because I doing the study on him and watching the film on him, man, I fell in love with everything that he does. Uh, Trev, he gave up one touchdown all year and that was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was the 21st game of the year when he finally he's gave good. up a touchdown. And, you know, he's top 10 in, in most statistical categories in terms of coverage. Uh, he gave up a 51% completion percentage when thrown at him, uh, 56.2 quarterback rating when they, you know, threw at him. He's a lockdown guy. He And he's a physical guy. He's the type of guy who likes to get mm-hmm. up on the line and play bump and run. I love everything about him. But I don't know. I, I'm kind of the same. I don't know that I want to give something up for him. The whole mm-hmm. reason that I want to look at Legereus Sneed because he's a free agent. And right. if all of a sudden he's not a free agent because he was signed or he was tagged, I'm out of that business. I don't want to, I don't want to get into that business of, of not only like somebody already said on here, not only paying him, but also giving up draft capital. Mm-hmm. For him. I'm not in that business right now. Washington's not in that business. I don't think at this point uh, to where they can kind of do that. They can give up draft capital for a free agent, basically. So right. if he's not available, then he's not available. Don't don't uh, kind of double down on him by giving up mm-hmm. draft capital and money. So I'm out on that tag and trade for him. Yeah, it, it seems like it'd probably be a little too expensive when there are some there's some other options, right? You can get Kendall Fuller. Yeah. Not saying they're that they're on the same level right now because Snead mm-hmm. did have an absolute fantastic year in Kansas City. But the value there, if you pay him a lot of money, you know, mm-hmm. for what he's worth, that's one thing. But then when you're having to go on top of it and give up something, and Gus Bus has been asking, that. you do not have to give up two first rounds if they're tagged and you trade with the team. Uh, as far as like the last time you somebody didn't, I don't have the exact uh, measurement, but what I did see and just a real quick look for it was in uh, 2020. Um, Jaguars, Yannick uh, Nagawu, and I butchered the heck out of that name there, uh, was traded to the Minnesota Vikings. Jacksonville got a second round pick in 2021 and a conditional fifth. So you don't have to necessarily give up. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so yeah. Gus actually had that. That's great. So even yeah. though I was reading it off a different screen, Gus Bus, yeah, as right. always, a great historian and fact checker here for Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't have to give up necessarily, you know, the farm, but you will have to give up something. Yeah. A second and a fifth, though, that doesn't really seem that bad when you look at it that way, right? A second sure. and a fifth and then pay them. Washington has an extra second. The where I would be concerned with this is Washington seconds are mid-round seconds. Washington yes, seconds high. are high, high draft picks. And I feel like mm-hmm. you can still get some value there where maybe trading. And I love some of these options that people gave. Like Greg here, I'm tired of Andy Reid fleecing uh, us. Uh, Joseph yeah. with, they can have Andrew Wiley back. So yeah, these are some can, great, yeah. fantastic uh, comments here coming from uh, our people watching us live right now. And 
he's not Sneed's not the only one. It seems like we're all out on Sneed as far yeah. as a tag and trade. Yeah. Let's go to yeah. the other one that we talked about possibly coming here, and that was Brian Burns. And a lot of people in the video when we were talking about Brian Burns being a free agent target for Washington kept telling us over and over again. He's going to get tagged. Why talk about him? He's going to get tagged. You're talking when we're talking about him because he's a great defensive end and Washington needs a great defensive end. One of the things I've seen, gentlemen, in my research of snap counts is that your edge rushers taken outside essentially the top 10 don't do all that well Mm -hmm. with their team. All right. Right. So why not for Brian Burns give up a second or a third? And a late round of third, you know, a third day pick to get a great edge rusher. You're gonna yeah. need one. You're gonna need to pay one. Yeah. So as you're gonna get good value from that pick, in my opinion, because like I said, I've seen the data from the last four years. Edge rushers taken outside that that top 10 in the top 100. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Don't always right. don't seem to pan out as well as some of the other positions. So why not get a, a great pass rusher in Brian Burns? I, I like that idea because, like you said, um, if you have a chance to get an elite defensive end, you take that chance because mm. out of the top 10, they're not good. And then the free agency class, it's not that great. Now, quarterback position, there's more depth to that. You mm-hmm. can pass on the need and go get you a cornerback. I mean, we'll just harp on this example. Joe Witt and Dan Quinn made Duran Bland a pro bowl hall of famer because he had a hall of famer because <laughs> right. he had six pick sixes in the season he was like a what a fifth round pick or something like yeah. that so i'm not i'm, I'm not worried <clears throat> excuse me when it comes to cornerback there's more depth in that position to go sign but if you have a chance to get an edge right now a high caliber edge and brian burns yeah. bryce huff you know any of those guys you knock on the door make a phone call and say like hey because that could take place of your early high second round pick that you might be looking at a defensive end but just you know you got Brian Burns, you can wash that high second round pick, stay with the, the latter second round pick, and then go on from there. You know what I mean? So Brian yeah. Brian Burns, yeah, I'd tag a trade. There's something in in the water or something, Nathan, because this is two two in a row that I, I'm totally on board with what Trev is saying. I, I'm, I'm right there with <laughs> just you. Just go Trev. for it. I, I'm with yeah, you. The, this is a position. This is a difference maker position. And I think Brian Burns yeah. is pretty much a difference maker kind of player. Mm -hmm. So would you give up some draft capital and a big payday for Brian Burns? That's the kind of guy you probably would. Nathan and I have gone back and forth for many years about the importance, the most important position after quarterback. He says edge. I say left tackle, but pass rusher, just to clarify, you need someone to get after the quarterback. Normally that's an edge rusher. Right, right. So uh, either way, it's either the second or third most important position. That's where you mm-hmm. that's where you put your investment into your yeah. second and third rounder if you have to uh plus a whole bunch of money over the course of a yeah. bunch of years. So yeah, for Brian Burns, that's a different story. I might do that for him. I don't know if Adam Peters and them are gonna do that. They've kind of made it clear that they're not gonna go on this spending spree, mm. but they're still gonna spend some money. Lying no season. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. They're gonna spend a lot of money. I don't know if they're gonna put you know, $120 million on a Brian Burns sure. type of deal. Right. But they're going to give somebody, a couple of guys, some pretty good-sized contracts. Brian Burns should and might be one of those guys. 
Yeah, so uh, Grimjaw here saying that he would take Burns or Allen at any mm -hmm. cost, uh, and both are possibly getting franchised there. Yeah. Uh, Gus Bus thinking Burns is going to get a first rounder, yeah, and I might. would be out on a first. Okay, yeah. you can't give up. Yeah. You can't give up a first even not. next year uh, for a player. In my opinion, I think that that would go against what this team well, wants to do, building through the draft and all that. But next he, year, first Nathan is going to be like the thirtieth pick. You or know, 30, right. the Super Bowl, 17 so. and 0 until we find right. out otherwise absolutely the uh yeah so i i would not give up a first but you definitely want to address this position and josh allen or brian burns would be fantastic here in washington again i'll talk a little bit more about that comment from adam peters not wanting to spend mm -hmm. big in free yeah, agency yeah, when we get to lying season let's <clears throat> talk about one last player as far as the tag and trade is concerned now michael Pittman likely staying in indianapolis that was stoner's guy mm -hmm. i tried to talk him into t higgins yeah however that is our last person to talk about as far as a tag and trade option. Washington needing a big bodied wide uh, wide receiver, somebody who can, you know, play that long game because you have the likes of Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin who can work the quick game. T Higgins would be fantastic here mm. in a not called air raid offense mm. that Cliff Kingsbury is going to run. Is he worth the tag and trade? Hmm. Uh, I, well, I mean, you kind of foreshadowed it a little bit there, Nathan. I'm not a T Higgins guy. I mean, I love T Higgins. Let's not get crazy here. But in terms of if I'm comparing Higgins and Michael Pittman, I like Michael Pittman a little bit better. And so uh, Indianapolis has made clear that they're not going to, they don't want to let Pittman go. Cincinnati has already shown that they're not going to let Higgins go by going ahead and tagging him already. That's not a position, though, especially in Washington, where I think they need to make a big move, a mm -hmm. big move like um, trading picks and signing uh, the long-term deal for nah. uh, T. Higgins. So I'm totally nah. against that. Sign T. Higgins as a free agent? Okay. But as a give up a couple of draft picks and sign him, I'm not okay with that for T. Higgins and for any wide receiver for that fact. As much as I like Michael Pittman, I'm not doing that for Michael Pittman either. Mm -hmm. And and Gabe Davis is another guy out there as I started studying him a little bit that I really, really like. I didn't even realize he was as big as he was. I thought he was another. Yeah, he's a big dude. I thought he was a smaller guy. So the market is kind of filled with a lot of these guys, so I don't know that you need to do that. I don't think you're stepping down if you take uh, a Gabe Davis instead of a T, T. Higgins, or you're not mm -hmm. stepping down if you take or if you sign Pittman instead of a T Higgins. So no, I'm out on mm -hmm. receiver on this team, not receiver in general receiver on this team. Cause that's one of their strengths. Call it what you, you, we want to hate on Terry McLaurin, right? We want to hate on Jahan. Who wants to hate on Terry McLaurin. You want to hate on Terry McLaurin? No, I don't, but we went through it the end of the year when people were calling him not a number one, he is a yeah. number one. Uh, but and even Dan Quinn, when he said when his introductory press conference after he signed here to be the head coach, he said basically he looks at Washington, he says the defensive tackles and the wide receiver room. That's the strength of this mm -hmm. team right now. So you don't mm -hmm. need to spend a whole lot of capital uh, for a T Higgins. Yeah. 
So Gus Bus saying we didn't target Terry and Dotson enough last year. Why add another wide receiver for those catches? Gregory is out on Gabe Davis. Rockman is asking, what about just Mike Williams from the Chargers? Uh, and and, and, it, and this is yeah, and that is something that somebody had mentioned in there as well. Locked on law here. If you're going to give up that much for Higgins, because you're going to have to give up quite a bit, I think, to get a T uh, Higgins here in a tag and trade situation. Why not just draft MH Jr.? Mm, MH2, it it would be available to you if that's what you're trying to look for. Um, And then we had seen somewhere here... Uh, for, here we go from Leon here out on T Higgins. The draft is deep with wide receivers. We can get a really good wide out in the fourth or fifth round. I do think that there's not opportunities. That you never yeah. know. I don't, I, another, I, I, I don't want another Antonio, Antonio Gandy golden on our hands. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's fair. I will say this as far as drafting a wide receiver in the fourth and fifth round, you are looking at your third wide receiver, right? Yeah. You're looking at somebody yeah. to yeah. compete with snaps from Deami Brown. All right, Terry McLaurin, the Hots, then yeah. Jahan Dotson are one and two. Brown is right now three, unless someone like Curtis Samuel gets re-signed or you mm-hmm. go after a free agent. So I, I think that taking a fourth or fifth wide receiver and trying to develop in, into what we're trying to pick up, which is a tall, big body, possibly deep threat wide receiver, you can get that in the draft. So I am also out as far as it is concerned on a wide receiver. I'm also out on Adam Peters lying season, and I'll tell you why when we get to the game.